everyone. Welcome to part three of the five-part mini-series on unlocking your heroic identity. If you have not listened to parts one or two, I highly recommend checking those out first. It will give you a little more depth and a lot more background to the things I'm going to discuss in this episode. So part one was the overview of the heroic identity quiz slash assessment. Part two, we covered the archetype of the fallen hero. And today we are jumping into the second and probably the most common archetype actually, which is the reluctant hero. So Often, as human beings, we do a dance between this archetype and that of the next archetype, the willing hero. And that's because this archetype usually feels the safest to us. Uh, you know, you're not completely stuck in the shadows, the sadness, and the relentless depression that you feel as the fallen hero. And the reluctant hero lifestyle feels very safe and very secure. Uh, it's it's a place of, I want to say, false comfortability. And regardless of how much you might feel an internal call to change or you know you need to make some changes in your life, being stuck in this archetype is extremely common. And I've seen the reluctant hero manifest itself so many times, not only in my life, but in, in the clients I've trained over the years and also potential clients. I think I've used this example before in, in other episodes where I get a client who's interested in personal training they or they want coaching and they come to me and as soon as they make that commitment and they're really kind of faced with that first session, that first reality of taking that step forward, the excuses come in. All of a sudden, they could afford it before and now they can't afford it. Now something's come up at work, something's come up, they're unable to to continue on. And to me, nine out of 10 times, that is the inner villain pulling them back down, okay? Keeping them stuck in that same pattern and remaining uh, in the reluctant hero archetype. Sometimes the reluctant hero will get a little bit further. And that's where the workout program starts or the 21 day challenge starts. And it starts off with a big bang. All the hopes, all the aspirations are there. And it ends with a whimper a very short time into it. It's going to take a lot of perseverance and a lot of discipline and a lot of self-awareness to stay off of the reluctant hero path. And this is the archetype that simply needs to take action. Get a little bit uncomfortable. You hear that cliche saying of do one thing a day that scares you. And this is kind of that area in life where it's important when you identify as the reluctant hero, that you start to challenge the normal of your life. And you start doing a couple of things that maybe get your adrenaline up in a way that's a little bit more scary and a little bit more unfamiliar because generally speaking, the reluctant hero just wants to stay safe in what they know. But eventually, and sometimes it does take that, you know, an event to really propel the reluctant hero forward, to really push them out of their comfort zone. It usually takes some kind of a, doesn't have to be catastrophic event, but it's something that really pushes them or thrusts them forward. And as you all know by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, I love to make movie references and I love to go back and, and compare our hero's journey, our human's journey to that of heroes of the big screen. So generally speaking, most stories begin here. 
at the reluctant stage where the hero is very comfortable in their, in their ordinary world. They're very afraid to take those next steps on their adventure. So some really great examples in cinema. Uh, I'm going to use one of the most badass, two of the best badass heroines in film history. The first one is Ellen Ripley from Alien and the or Alien and Aliens. The second one is Sarah Connor from The Terminator. Uh, some other really quick examples. Han Solo was a reluctant hero, right? He wanted to stay a smuggler. He didn't want to help the Rebel Alliance. And then finally, he answers his call to adventure by helping Luke Skywalker to destroy the Death Star. Neo in the Matrix, perfect example. Blue pill, red pill, right? Stay in the Matrix or leave the Matrix. So he goes from this reluctant, non-believing uh, person into the hero he's, he's born to become or the chosen one. So, so now back to reality and back to real life, although you most likely won't be receiving a call to adventure as cool as some of these calls to adventure would actually be, you still might be feeling a similar call inside of your heart and soul where you're unhappy in your current living situation. You know, maybe you're unhappy in your job, you're unhappy in your relationship, you're just, you're feeling stuck. But the problem is that feeling of stuckness feels so comfortable and safe. And to break out of that, even in the slightest way, is scary. Oftentimes in life, as a reluctant hero, we just remain stuck where we are, even though it sucks, because it feels so familiar, secure, and safe. And the outside world, the extraordinary world is just too damn scary. So we would rather stay where we are. That is why the reluctant hero will stay trapped in this, in this ordinary world of constant indecision, fear, and self-doubt. But still, deep down, you know something is wrong. You, you know you need to make some change. You want to feel better. It's as if your, your internal self, your, your heroic self is calling out to you for help, but you aren't sure what to do about it or you're too scared to do anything about it. Eventually, the desire to make change grows strong enough where the reluctant hero is able to take action, however small. And again, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes the reluctant hero might make those motions forward, but if they don't have the right mentor or the right support system around them, they're going to fall back into the traits, the full traits of the reluctant hero. At this stage, you might even be asking yourself those, those really tough questions. Am I happy with my job? Are my relationships serving me? Do I truly feel fulfilled with how I'm spending my time? Um, you know, one of my meditation teachers back in the day used to always ask this question before class. He'd say, are you living a life or just passing time? The reluctant hero is just passing time. It's almost as if they've lost faith in the power of themselves, and they've just succumbed to the day-to-day drudgery where life is no longer challenging that heroic self. So the reluctant hero can really benefit from the strength of others. And it's really important that they surround themselves with either a willing hero, epic hero, uh, mentors that have gone through similar situations, Um, or sometimes even another reluctant hero who understands what they're going through or who is ready to, to, to make that step and make that big change. Sometimes I get clients who come in and train together. It's like, you know, power in numbers. They help motivate one in one another. I still feel at the end of the day, it's always up to the individual. Even when people come to me and they train as partners or as a couple, 
it's still uh, an individual journey, but it is nice to have that other person that's that extra person that's got your back, that's got your support, and that is also on the same has the same goals as you do. Because sometimes I've also seen with with partners and with clients I have, it can be very difficult. One partner is trying to break out of that ordinary world. They're trying to make positive changes in their life, but their partner is still doing the things that will keep them stuck, whether it's bad eating habits or, you know, going out and partying and doing all this stuff. So that's why, again, it's really important that the reluctant hero, before they embark, they've made that decision to embark on, or you've made that decision to embark on your adventure to set yourself up for success. It's, it's get a mentor, get a mentor or two and start um, surrounding your life with the energy that's going to help propel you forward into the archetype of the willing hero. One of the things I do feel though, that is really important for this heroic identity, and this is where I haven't talked a lot about it on the podcast, at least, sorry, not in the solo podcast. I've talked about it in uh, when I've had guests on the show, but that's the topic of meditation. And this is where I think it's really important when you identify with this archetype is to adopt a regular meditation practice. And that simply can be seriously five minutes a day, but this is where you're going to be able to go a little bit inside of yourself, a little bit within, and you're going to find the answers to some of those tough questions that that I mentioned earlier that you might be asking yourself. Any chance in moving forward out of your ordinary world is really dependent on this this opportunity that you have to do this deep self-reflection and gain more self-awareness on what are the things that are holding you back. It's an opportunity to silence the noise not just the noise in your head, but the noise around you. Find out what really does light your fire. What gets you excited in life? What can reignite that, that inner fire, that, that heroic self? And the reason, again, why you need to surround yourself with the right people moving forward as a reluctant hero is because you will struggle with maintaining this c- consistent meditation practice or consistent workout routine. And you're still in that state where you will be easily discouraged, especially if you don't see results quickly. So I really want you to think too, there's four archetypes and I want you to kind of think of the fallen hero and the reluctant hero are like that first half of this paradigm. And then the second half is the willing hero and the epic hero. And generally, once you're in the willing hero archetype, you'll kind of flip between willing and epic. And then the fallen and the reluctant hero are the first half And you can kind of flip-flop between those two archetypes. So there's kind of this mid-line or midpoint that I kind of want to address. And that's why the reluctant hero, it is a greater leap to go from reluctant into the willing hero. And that's why it's so important when that decision comes, when you really are ready to leave your ordinary world, that you set yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the right tools, the right allies, right? The right weapons. You got to have the right tools along the way. So you got to get the lightsaber from your, from your mentor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You got to learn the ways of the force from Yoda. And that's how you're going to up-level your life. Be much cooler though, if we actually did get a lightsaber. I just, yeah, it'd be so cool. You can have the best intentions and even have periods where you're adopting good habits, but the slightest thing can set you back if you have not set up a really strong support system. And as we go along, I'm going to have a lot of episodes on heroic habits and different things to to improve your heroic self, different ways to improve your health, improve your fitness. 
And again, these archetypes are just kind of a fun little guidepost. You do the quiz, you do the assessment, and it gives you an idea of where you're at and where certain areas you need to focus on and improve. So everything is important. You need a good workout routine. You need a good, you need good sleep hygiene, good morning, good evening habit. You need a good meditation practice. Even if you're resisting it, I don't care who you are. Meditation is for everyone and it doesn't have to be lotus posture, um, any of that woo-woo stuff. If that's not your jammy jam, that's fine. But you need to adopt some sort of self-reflective internal work, internal process where you're able to sit with yourself in silence, block out the external noise and listen to that voice that you once had when you were younger. And I keep bringing it back to this point because I fully believe that voice is never completely gone inside of you. You just need to sit quietly and listen. And it's at this reluctant hero stage that it is so crucial that you slow down, start listening to those voices and start looking for the mentors that will help you the most. Do some research, get excited. A lot of my greatest mentors are people I've never even met in person, which makes it so interesting. We have such a resource of of things. That's where that's where te- technology has just been so amazing is that at, at the touch of our fingertips, we can access so much of these, you know, people that have gone before us and walked the path before us. So if you are identifying as a reluctant hero, you're right at that precipice. That precipice of change where you can start to make the changes towards becoming the willing hero of your life. So that is part three of the five-part series, and we still have two more parts to go. So if you did enjoy this podcast, if you are getting some benefit, any benefit from it, please leave a rating and or a review, and and I will see you. I always say we'll see you, (laughs) but I'm doing a podcast. So until then, stay healthy, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.